What is up, y'all? This is Scarlett, a.k.a. Scardi B, a.k.a. your resident emo historian. And join me as I unpack the history of Fall Out Boy and hip-hop. Look, y'all, there is a lot to cover in this limited-run podcast. So strap on in, because sugar, we're going in. What up? It's your girl, Scarlet, a.k.a. Scardi B, because we homies, right? Y'all, and welcome back to Sugar We're Going In. It is the only podcast about Fall Out Boy and hip-hop. I'm here to spill the tea, shake the room, and give you all the facts, trivias, and knowledge that you need about Fall Out Boy and hip-hop. And it's history together, the collaborations, the, the albums, the producing, and everything in between. And specifically in this episode, we are covering two... Two remixes that came from uh, their 2007 album Infinity on High. Most specifically, the song is This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race. Now, produced by Babyface, this song got two major, major, major remixes that I definitely, definitely want to talk about it. Right, right. <laughs> you see what I did there? I just, I just said everything twice because we're doing two remixes. Anyway... Speaking of remixes, I'm I'm trying something new, okay? I feel like it has really no, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all. It has gotten really hard to shove so much of what happened um in a specific year or album in one to two episodes. So I'm um, breaking it down into shorter, more digestible like tidbits of like ooey gooey like fallout boy and hip hop realness, okay? And, and I ho- I hope that's okay. I hope you like it. I hope you don't hate it. Um, But this episode is particularly going to be only talking about the two remixes that came from Infinity on High um, and this ain't a scene. It's an arms race. So as always, I just want to give some context for our emo homies that might not be too privy to the hip hop of it all. Um, In hip hop, a feature on a a remix to a song is is a stamp of approval. It's a cosign. It's a statement. Right. So in an industry where you are who you support and who you surround yourself with, it's a sign of the utmost respect to get on someone's song or remix. But. What happens when the person remixing and featuring on your song kind of just dissed the fuck out of you? Well, welcome to 2007's Kanye West remix of This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race. Now picture this. The scene is L.A., uh, the city of stars, and your boy Pete Wentz is kicking it at a fashion show. Very on fucking brand. And who does he bump into? None other than Kanye West. Now, let's take a moment and talk about Kanye. We're talking about 07 Kanye, okay? Whatever thoughts, feelings are valid that you have about Kanye and probably fucking correct, but I am telling you actual factuals of what happened that year, so don't fucking cancel me. I don't know what to tell you. What is a historian who isn't telling all the sides all the time, period? So Pete runs into Kanye at a fashion show and he actually talked about it a bit in this Hype Men podcast. Well, we're talking about uh, when Kanye came up, yeah. but we definitely, you know, you did uh, the remix with had all those people on it, which we talked about. Um, which song again? I mean, I have it. In arms, arms Race. Arms, arms Race, race. Yeah, that's arms right, race. yeah. So for the Arms Race remix, it's a weird story because I'd originally heard it with just Kanye on it um, before you had added everyone. And he's... 
kind of dissing you guys. Yes. And what happens? So you, you guys are like, wow, the, the biggest new rapper is going to get on our shit. We're stoked. We're all on Def Jam. And then you play it and you go. Yeah, I mean, but I think. Well, the, how, line, the line real quick is. There's a couple. One yeah. is take a look at Fall Out Boy. They don't ball out, boy. Uh, and they then, just wear tight jeans. Like, till their like, nuts I, fall out. Yeah. Hang out a lot, boys. I, I, yeah. I, I, I dress white and they dress whiter. I'm going to dress tight, like, so they're going to dress tighter. tighter. Yeah. I think we were so stoked that he, <laughs> he, he got on the song that we were like, just like, this is insane. And then also the other thing that I think is uh, funny is that both him and Wayne referenced that they don't know what the song's about, and I... I agree because I was like I don't really know what the song yeah, that's, is about that's either. The song. He goes, I don't know what this song is talking yeah. about. And do then, you? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like when he said number one spot, we were like, oh, okay, oh yeah. my god, this yeah. is amazing. Kanye yeah. just said that. I mean, like, originally he wasn't even supposed to get on the song. Really? Right? No. So like when we got a version with him rapping, we were just like, oh my god, this is a perfect. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's just. Yeah, I guess him saying like he wants your spot at Def Jam is kind of what it felt like. Yeah, which would and, be awesome. And it was just like insane because it was just like he was just supposed to be a remix, and then all of a sudden, like, like oh my god, he's rapping. Yeah, you know, right. we were like, this is awesome. And then the rest of the dudes pile on because they're friends. Lupe's a friend. Lupe's uh, a friend. Paul Wall's a friend. Yeah, we were on tour with him. Paul right? Wall. So again, picture this. It's Pete Wentz. He's in LA. He's at a fashion show, and he runs into Kanye West. He told NME in January 2007 that it turns out that he's one of my neighbors in California. So he called me and Patrick up one day and invited us over to his place. We went, he played us some new songs, and we played him some of ours, and he agreed to do the remix for us. Pete continues that I love everything he's done, from his mixtape stuff to Jesus Walks. Um, and all I have to say is that Kanye's new stuff is going to blow everyone away next year. Let's take a quick listen to these bars by Kanye West on his This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race official remix. Now I don't know what the hell this song is talking about. Do you? Do you? She said, yeah, I've been spending all day trying to figure that out. You too? You too? The arm race made them raise their arm and race straight to the top. Who knew? Who knew? Right now they got the number one spot. Do you want that? Want that? Want that? Me too. Me too. One thing I gotta call out, boy. Take a look at Fallout Boy. Since they ain't black when they get money, they don't fall out, boy. They just buy tight jeans till they nuts hang all out, boy. They figure, yeah, he dress tight, so we gon' dress tighter. He dress white, so we gon' dress whiter. Soaking spider, anything you miter. Seen or heard, this scene occurred. Now, y'all, I'm going to pause this right here because I learned something during this research that wrecked my brain so heavily. I don't think I'll ever be the same. I was already very mentally ill, and this just took me over the edge. Did you know that Pete and Patrick were actually supposed to appear in Kanye's Touch the Sky video as the reporters? So they were in Europe when it was filmed, but imagine... Please rewatch that video and imagine like two of those four reporters that are in the video as Pete and Patrick. I will never be the same. I don't think I could have ever handled that. Um, I can't tell if I'm happy or sad that it didn't or didn't happen. So I'm going to just leave it at that. You're welcome. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's talk about timelines because Pete was talking about talking to Kanye in January of 2007 and Infinity on High came out. February 6th of 2007 so despite the hustle the remix just didn't make the album release and I know total buzzkill 
but hold up because this story and the way that it did go down um it has a little twist of its sleeve so the remix finally did come out july of 2007 and after this remix comes the mega mix 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 and i know what you're thinking damn son where'd you find this y'all this this remix this mega mix has been so ingrained in my head in a mega mix um for those uh not privy to the mixing tonians this mega mix um is different from a remix because it is pretty much the remix to a remix with additions um the kanye verse that you hear in the first remix appears again as a verse in this mega mix but he is joined by we got Kanye, we got Paul Wall, Skinhead Rob, Lupe Fiasco, Tyga, Travi McCoy, and Lil Wayne joining this remix. And now what I really love about it is that they, I mean, each of them just brought their unique ad-libs and bars and cadences. Like each one of them came as a fucking MVP and really just showed up in their own right. It was really a symbol of like unity showing us like, what happens when all these great minds come together like there's really no fucking limit to what they can create and um i think this is one of the most unique um ex examples of uh the history of fallout boy and hip-hop because when else would you ever get all these motherfuckers on one song other than when pete wentz writes it you know so now the mega mix is a beast of a fucking track that is basically the avengers of the music world at the time it leaked on friendsorenemies.com, which is Pete Wentz's social media blog, question mark? It was like an emo BuzzFeed. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but motherfuckers were on there heavy. Um, and I still want my Friends or Enemy shirts. Thanks. Um, but it leaked on there, quote and unquote. I don't know what is and isn't real anymore. Um, but when it did, it just it was just such a delight to those who were looking forward to this or those who didn't know they needed this in their lives can we talk about the sample at the top real quick because i've been a follow-up boy fan for 18 plus years um an active boardy you know the fucking vibes so that means that i've watched every friends or enemies video i've watched any vlog they've done i've watched any documentary they've done like i'm gonna tell you something okay I, I, it sounds like Pete's laugh. And I can't tell or confirm it because who sampled, shout out who sampled, um, says it comes from Mountain, a song by Long Red, but, but listen to the sample. Okay, now, now listen to Pete's laugh. Look, motherfuckers, I know that cackle anywhere, okay? The same way Patrick's like, oh, Andy can play two notes and I know it's him. I can hear that cackle anywhere and be like, that's Peter Lewis Kingston was the third, period. And you know what? What's the truth? But whatever it is, I'm going to leave my tinfoil hat on tightly, firmly. And so, Pete, if and when you listen to this, is that your laugh that they're sampling? Because if so, that's the funniest thing in the entire world. And if not, and you're like, that doesn't even sound like my laugh, uh, you're delusional. And I'm sorry. Disclaimer. I know that the Kanye sample, the one that is on Who Sampled, is correct. 
Kanye was the producer, a remixer, and he happened to have a verse on the track. But that's not fucking funny or part of this shtick. So do not come for my neck because I will come for your life. Thank you. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. So let's actually jump into these verses because that's what we're actually here for. Like each one of these verses has such a perfect example of these lyricists and rappers um just brand um brand is so important from the way they sound to the way they deliver things um each one of them really stepped up to the plate and delivered something really fucking unique so first up we have travi mccoy grand opening baby so he really sets the tone and he really doesn't fucking hold back you know he says he starts by criticizing the industry saying like something like the industry's a target i suggest these labels get low but then he he's also funny as fuck um and is just like killer kindness and he re references Sil sylvia plath um and you know it's it's not just a, a lyrical flourish you know it's a caution against the dangers of conforming and just losing yourself in the industry like once you feel like you've gotten big right once you've gassed yourself up so and then at the at the end he goes you want a verse please i wouldn't bless you if you sneezed i chew pardon me i'm allergic to bullshit got a god complex with a full clip pow okay <laughs> okay so first of all we talk about you want a verse please i wouldn't bless you if you sneezed like when going back to talking about how important it was to show up on someone's remix is because you're really fucking co-signing him like you wouldn't show up on someone's song just for the shits and giggles so like if you ask him for a verse and he don't fuck with you you're not getting that verse period and then it <laughs> just like funny as fuck with like the the onomatopoeias of the achu um saying that he's allergic to bullshit and then he references sugar we're going down got a god complex but he says with a full click pow okay eight obsessed and then in jumps tyga being this like this like fresh green rapper on the scene remember this is this is 2007 and tyga will let you know in the in the verse uh he's only 17 so the verse goes part of the verse goes excuse me i'm only 17 which i'm like yo anyway and he goes and uh your label family you must have a team as like a reporter quote and unquote is asking him and he goes decadence preferably that'll be next for me hint hint and i was like you know what i respect <laughs> you know what i respect it <laughs> but um i really like uh, the way that uh, Travi and Tyga's verse go into each other, um, and we'll listen to this Travi, uh oh, P. Thought I told you. What up, Hemi? I see you. I've had the world at arm's length from the get go. This ain't an arms race, it's apocalypto. The industry's a target, I suggest these labels get low. Mm. On top of that, this track is cracked like Burn Brillo. Consider me the beast of East 11. VIP all day, AK 47. If words is weapons, then get the stepping. My arsenal's enough to send hell's angels to heaven. I'm cool as the fines and deadly as Charles Bronson. I'm Gonzo. You can call me Travi S. Thompson. Go ahead. And you can choose a similar path, but don't cast yourself up like Sylvia Plath. 
cheese. Watch Travi take the title with ease. You want a verse, please? I'm gonna bless you if you sneeze. I shoot. Pardon me, I'm allergic to bullshit. Got a guy complex with a full clip. Plow. The leader, man. Tiger man, make you leave your man. Ladies, man, to your man. I'm saying, this song got me thinking out my range. With no piff involved, my sweat flies in the plane. With the ruly attitude, ignorant, arrogant dude. Excuse me, I'm only 17. You're excused. I like your honesty. Honestly, you're more mature than the average team. And uh, your label family, you must have a team. The cadence, preferably. That'll be next for me. The rest of me history. Plat tie until they stop listening. Then your baby's back like ribs. I know you've been missing me. I almost forgot to mention it. Ever heard a sound like once we get through Travi and Tyga's verses, uh, we are back to the original song, the chorus and the pre-chorus. It is still Patrick Stump, really P-Steezy on the B-Steezy right now. Um, so he goes through with the pre-chorus and chorus before entering the scene is Kanye bringing his like his his original uh, verse to the track. Um, it's, it's funny, like I can't tell if he's making fun of him. Um, and <laughs> even Pete was like, yo, like, this man, like, probably is just talking shit about us. But then he was like, but he's trying to be like us. So I guess it can't be all bad. So boom roasted. Love to hear that. And you do have to have thick skin because rappers be bugging. Now I don't know what the hell this song is talking about. Do you? Do you? She said, yeah, I've been spending all day trying to figure that out. You too, you too. The arm race made them raise their arm and race straight to the top. Who knew? Who knew? Right now they got the number one spot. Do you want that? Want that? Want that? Me too, me too. One thing I gotta call out, boy. Take a look at Fallout Boy. She stay black when they get money, they don't fall out, boy. They just buy tight jeans till they nuts hang all out, boy. They figure, yeah, he dressed tight, so we gon' dress tighter. He dressed white, so we gon' dress whiter. So in spider, anything you miter. Seen or heard, this scene occurred. Next, we have Paul Wall teaming up with Skinhead Rob in a back and forth, and it paints, you know, a, a picture of their lives, luxury, bravado, um, and and they each like give a lot of like their their original cadences and um, a lot of vulnerability and and realness too. We up in the arms range. Big money, big crib, big Cadillac. Show. Big daddy, ball cup, big drill set. Right. Paper stack, big rain, big bling bling. Try to take big chain, big bang bang. I'm going, I'm going, I'm motherfucking gone. Ain't no signs that I'm slowing, though I know that I'm wrong. Bring it on, out to get it. I need cash by the stacks. I need a new pair of Stacy's and a dash for a lack. Yeah, that top back with woman and grill. Coming down on the spider web, chrome wheels. First place in the stun race, top notch, paint, trip, drop, flip, flop, strap, wood, Live clock. every day like it's my last one, maybe it is. And ain't tomorrow's in my world of sorrow, maybe in his. I break ribs, break jaws, break laws, and most still stick to the code. Hold up and after Skinhead Rob and Paul Wall comes Lupe Fiasco. Now, if you know anything about Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco is going to rap about the motherfucking truth. Like, he is not here to sing about chains, bling, mansions. He's here to talk about, you know, uh, trauma. He's here to talk about the prison system. He's here to talk about just the bullshit that is American legal systems and just the poverty and um, how we can all, you know, be a little more aware of it and... Lupe, he just never um, does not deliver like a powerful verse that that touches on topics like war, violence, realities of the world. And it's a social commentary that he's known for. 
and that he remains relevant for this day. You know, he makes us he makes us think um, and he makes us think about specifically those like deep seated like issues that like really plague our society. So he goes, there's an arms race like I'm running on my hands, a dance marathon on my napalms. I mean, even that. Whoa. Um, and then he <laughs> he also goes back to talk about AK-47, which Travi's original verse referenced it as Pete's Club in Chicago, but Lupe goes that all good child rebel soldiers go to AK-47 heaven. So two very different takes on a place and a thing. And yeah, wow. Uh, and then the last couple goes, uh, you look the last couple goes and you took the footage from the camera on the tips of our bullets and record like a former Darfur. Push it. Like I'm running on my hands, a dance marathon on my napalms, and drop mines first so that they bombs can and glocks, laces, missiles, be rocks, paper, scissors. I built mines big, better build yours bigger. Built mines quick so I can kill yours quicker. The number one supplier, the world's largest equipper. The second smallest diet, best non coexister. I pledge allegiance to gasoline and bulletproof limousines and leans on the property of the poor. And every night I pray to the lords of war. Every man I'm at 11. All good child rebel soldiers go to AK-47 heaven And a landmine in every playground that they step in And you took the footage from the cameras on the tips of our bullets And record like four more dark force Push it! After Lupe comes Lil Wayne. I mean, Lil Wayne, I really love Lil Wayne because he does his homework. Like, not that these other rappers did not do their homework, but like Lil Wayne is just like, he understood the assignments. and then don't please and then at the end he goes but for me every song is like pussy so fuck it <laughs> i fucking love lil wayne so goddamn much now, this is not the last time that Lil Wayne um, is talked about or is in the Fall Out Boy universe. Uh, we talked last episode about Pete calling Lil Wayne the best lyricist of 2006. And then as well as um, him calling him emo and be like, yo, if you're calling us emo, like Lil Wayne is fucking emo. Um, and then later on this year, we will see Lil Wayne as a part of uh, the cypher that happens at the VMA suite where uh, Fall Out Boy was the backing band to Rihanna and that will be one of the next episodes so please keep an eye on that we got to talk about that but uh, Lil Wayne continues to be a part of this Fall Out Boy universe also in um, music videos and um, in Folia Do, where he uh, stars and features on Tiffany Blues. All right, guys, um, that is all I have for these two remixes off of Infinity on High for This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race. 
it was such a pleasure to revisit these songs. It makes me really happy because, um, again, it really was 2007 that inspired the bulk of this podcast. So I'm really, really happy to share these with y'all. Let me know which one was your favorite. I feel like I know, but, like, you know I got to ask. Y'all, we went the fuck in. Thank you so, so much. Next time, we're going to be talking about the mashup album. There is this huge mashup album of Kanye and Fall Out Boy. It's called Mashups, Blends, and Remixes. It is a one-hour-long mashup tape. And fuck it. I'm a, I'm a full send it. Like, we are, we are going to talk about it. Uh, track for track um, and really go through what made it so special Um, so please keep it locked on that I'll also be talking again about the VMA suite Uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, the Timbaland song one and only and then wrap up 2007 talking about Patrick Stump and Lupe Fiasco Um, so please keep it locked again we're just gonna continue going the fuck in be kind to yourself be kind to others keep it you know the fucking vibes bye